0: Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts: the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Wednesday, November 16th. Hineni. Guess who's coming to dinner? Today's scripture reading is found in Genesis chapter 18, verses 1 through 8 from the Message Translation, which reads. God appeared to Abraham at the oaks of Mamre while he was sitting at the entrance of his tent. It was the hottest part of the day. He looked up and saw three men standing. He ran from his tent to greet them and bowed before them. He said, Master, if it please you, stop for a while with your servant. I'll get some water so you can wash your feet. Rest under this tree. I'll get some food to refresh you on your way since your travels have brought you across my path. They said, certainly. Go ahead. Abraham hurried into the tent to Sarah. He said, hurry, get three cups of our best flour, knead it, and make bread. Then Abraham ran to the cattle pen and picked out a nice plump calf and gave it to the servant who lost no time getting it ready. Then he got curds and milk and brought them with the calf that had been roasted, set the meal before the men, and stood there under the tree while they ate. This is God's word. Okay, this Hanani moment from Abraham's life is a little more cheery than the binding of Isaac in Genesis 22, even if it does presage the annihilation of every man, woman, and child within multiple cities of the plain, as God rained down fire and brimstone on Sodom and Gomorrah and their surroundings, ultimately turning the entire area into what we now know as the Dead Sea, the lowest and deadest place on the planet. Okay, right. Let's do the old Passover on that, shall we, and get on with the cheerier part of this story. Hineni moments don't have to be heavy, though they can often lead to some rather momentous encounters and conversations. So it was here. Seemingly, it's just another day in the neighborhood, or should I say, in the Negev, The rather barren desert landscape in which Abraham journeyed, pitching his tent here and then there and then over there. Yes, just another day in the Negev, and Abraham is sitting in his tent door. I'm imagining him passing in and out of consciousness in a semi-napture state. All right, note, I just invented the word napture, combining the word nap, which is one of my favorite activities, with the word rapture. I think it's an inspired combination personally. Okay, where was I? Oh yes, I imagine Abraham passing in and out of consciousness in a semi-napture state. Yes, I am most definitely reading myself into this text in an egregious act of ace of Jesus. Okay, when suddenly there appears before him, just a stone's throw away, three travelers. I mean, they came out of nowhere. He doesn't watch them walking up. Notice it says, they're just standing there. He looks up, and they're standing there. Blink, and there they were. Abraham quickly gets up and yields to the default cultural prompt to offer hospitality. He runs, falls down at their feet, begging them to turn aside to his humble tent where he would most gladly wine and dine them. Yes, this is what you did in that culture. You might not want to literally try this here as you accost someone walking down your street at dinner time, though, who knows? That could be your own Hanani moment in the making. So Abraham falls at their feet, imploring them to turn aside and let him feed them. And they do, as Abraham and his entire household swings into motion, preparing a feast fit for royalty. And it's all for strangers, outsiders, people outside of the clan, because this is what you did in that part of the world, especially for outsiders and foreigners. That's what the word translated hospitality in our Greek New Testament literally means. Love for the xenos, for those outside of your family and people group. Unless you lived in Sodom, of course, where this is precisely what they did not do. Which is why centuries later, the prophet Ezekiel says they were obliterated by forementioned fire and brimstone which I suppose illustrates the potential cost of consistently missing our hineni moments, especially when it comes to fellow human beings in need of help or simply of a warm meal and a conversation. But Abraham didn't miss it. And in so doing, as the Hebrew author observes, thereby he entertained angels unaware. And one of them appears to have been a bit more than an angel, because after all, it says God appeared to Abraham. Think on that. Hanani moments can be angelic, even divine in nature, and on them your entire life may ultimately turn, as Abraham is blessed with a birth announcement and is included within intimate divine councils with a huge immediate and lasting impact. And he thought he was just being nice. In I'm ready, my Lord. So as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder this. When most recently did you follow a prompt to reach out to a fellow human and bless or feed or help them so as to lead to... A hineni moment with long-lasting impact. What did you do? What prompt did you follow? And what happened? Hineni. Rather than, what now? Hineni. Rather than, I'm busy, try again later. Hineni. Rather than, sorry, I've silenced my notifications. Yes, Lord, there are boundaries. There are times to say gone fishing rather than how may I help you. For even Jesus retreated into solitude and lonely places. Just let my primary and default life-giving posture be one of hineni. Here am I. To the summons of you. To the summons of the moment. To the summons of the human being right here before me. Hineni. I'm ready my Lord.